What's going on, Flix Talkers? Welcome to a special podcast, this time with Movie Files. And uh, this is my buddy, Elliot. We've done a couple so far, so I'm going to leave a little kind of card up on top to let you guys know of some of the past episodes that we did. But man, it's good to see you back on the channel. Elliot, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Glad to be back talking movies with you, man. I love it. <clears throat> for sure, for sure. And this one is a controversial one, like you said. I actually just caught your uh, Hunt review, the spoiler-free review earlier today, and it seems like we're kind of on the same page as far as how we enjoyed it. Man, I was, uh, obviously, we'll talk about it in a little bit as far as the controversy being pushed back, and, you know, sometimes those films that, and, and I love that they played into, like, the film that no one, you know, the, the most talked about film, but I was very pleasantly surprised by how entertained I was by this film. Definitely, definitely. Now, real quick, before we get into the actual film, can you tell me a little bit about your experience when you went to the film? Like, was it a packed crowd? Like, what kind of, cr like, what kind of people did you kind of see there? Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, as we all know, we're, we're going through a kind of a, a worldwide crisis right now. And uh, I was a little skeptical about actually going to the show last night. So I'm in, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. And, and we've had like very small amount of people that's been affected by, it. I think there's been one like one or two casings out here, but yeah. still, man, you still want to be safe. You never know. But, uh, you know, I decided to like kind of last minute after work, I was like, you know what? They're not canceling screenings. It's not too crazy. So I'm gonna go ahead and check it out because it might be the last new release I've seen in a very long time. So yeah, you know, went to the theater. I, I set my seat. Like I, I, I didn't want to be too crazy, but I did put myself in a position where it's not like a lot of people by me. So I was like sitting in the very last seat in the back of the theater and it was literally like, like maybe like a hundred uh like hundred people type of uh setup there but mm -hmm. yeah man it was it was i was kind of on the fence but in, in the day i was like you know what it's not too many crazy uh casings out here i'm gonna put myself in a position where i'm not gonna be near a lot of people and i just want to watch this movie because i'm excited to check it out and like i said it might be a while before we see a new release so <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. now what do you think well, well what was the general reaction from everyone when when everything was going on on screen because we had talked about like in both of our reviews this is a satire mm -hmm. so i mean were people laughing did you get like a sense of like weirdness going on so i and uh i had a pretty decent uh, uh screening or audience there there was some people that was very quiet uh throughout the process you could hear a couple chuckles every now and then but there was a family it was probably i think a family of four and they were all like adults and, and by adults i mean there was a two sons and they brought their mom and their sister and they had to be at least in their 30s and their mom you know i don't want to put an age on her but she was probably in her 50s or 60s they mm -hmm. were love they loved the film really? they had they were you would have thought this was like the avengers end game for them they were laughing <laughs> at all the jokes i mean when all the stuff went down with some of the characters going out like suicide squad uh they were just gobbling all up so they were kind of my you know uh, uh a peanut gallery in regards to kind of the, re the reaction to some of the stuff that was going down but other than right. that everyone else was pretty you know subdued and just pretty quiet in their seats so and that's cool at my, my movie showing too um i told you i you know i'd gone seen this at the premiere the hollywood premiere on mm -hmm. monday night and uh you know it was a double treat for me because it was my birthday uh march 9th the day biggie died Happy belated, ironically by the way. Happy thank belated, you man yeah. appreciate that um and it was like a, even a double treat because um i got to see some some of the actors in the film and i was even saying that that didn't raise my score up this was just a general fun movie mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it, it it was just um and, and same reaction i was sitting next to all kinds of people that were laughing granted it was probably a lot of the actors friends like in the front row that were just mm -hmm. busting up and 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 what you had said early um on your movie review was that betty giplin or gilpin yeah i yeah. believe uh mm -hmm. she was such a standout and every time she was on screen she had a horde of people that were screaming woo 
you know, she really impressed me because I hadn't seen her too much personally. Me neither, man. I mentioned that in my review. I've, I've seen her in like little things. She's been on TV roles. Obviously, she's known for Glow, which I haven't watched yet, mm-hmm. but it's been on my watch list for a while. I think I saw her last year on Stuber, which she had a very small role, but she was the yeah. uh, Kimel Najiani's like friend that he wanted to date or whatever. But this yeah. is really like my, my introduction to her, and I am like super super big fan was, was she at your screening by the way uh she actually all of them were except for emma roberts uh so, so oh, man, her yeah yeah so including her and hillary swank which i did not take a picture but i i we looked up the hashtags later and hillary swank was there and i almost shit my pants i was like <laughs> i would have ran back just so i could see her you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. i'm a huge fan i'm a huge fan but like like yeah this was such a uh and i have stuber as well and her character in that movie to this movie is like night and day. Night and day. It's crazy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she she did an amazing job and it makes me just want to go check out Glow, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was, I think, something that I accidentally clicked on just to check out. And the first episode was fun. So mm-hmm. I think you'll definitely appreciate that um, once you get into it and maybe oh, if yeah. I can get back into it, you know. Um, but yeah, so I definitely had fun with this film. And I think just off the bat... One thing that I was talking about was not seeing enough of the characters that they threw in the trailer, which I knew was going to happen. They were going to kill off. But why did they have to kill off Emma Roberts right away? <laughs> like literally, it was like within five seconds. And I, I was she like... She was the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was excited to see Emma Roberts because I've, uh, I've been a fan of hers for a while back from American Horror Story and seeing her in other movies. And I'm like, you know, this would be kind of cool to see her in this role and maybe play against Betty and interact yeah. with some of the other characters. But like you said, it was... It was literally like I said, it reminded me of I didn't because I didn't, didn't do a spoiler review, but it rem, I wanted to say it reminded me of Suicide Squad because of how mm. the character like you know the characters were dying so quickly in the film. So right, right, very surprised by that. So that was definitely um, and it was funny because uh, they also had Jason Blum at the uh, at the uh, premiere as well, and mm. he even said he goes, "Hey, just a heads up, you know, there's some splattering that happens from a couple of our main characters that happened within the first <laughs> couple of minutes, guys." So I'm like, "Oh, great, you know, they're yeah. gonna start, they're gonna start with a wild ride, and that's kind of what they did in this one." And I was so appreciative when when I when I saw that because they had fun, and it's it's like explaining this. To a friend, you're like, oh man, so many people died and got massacred, and your, your friend's probably thinking, like, how is that fun? But you right, have once you right. once you visually see it in a satirical way, like Jojo Rabbit, for example. I mean, that's very touchy subject material, mm-hmm. um, but they had fun with it. At least in the first part of the movie, they had a lot of fun with that. Right. Um, and then the same thing goes for this one. And then you kind of get our main characters along the way, as far as those surviving. And I got to say, like that Ike Barinholtz scene, uh, where him and the two other characters. Are in the convenience store mm-hmm. was very was very tension based. It was so yeah. so tension based because you kind of didn't know what to expect. You know who's in on it, who's not. After a while, I was like, the old people are in on it. Every, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's kind of in on it. But um, I thought it was like a beautifully like beautifully mastered and kind of laid out uh, how they did everything because it it did seem real life like a real life scenario. Like mm-hmm. there is some elite people that want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, I think the, from the first 15, 20 minutes is, I, and, and I had mentioned in my review is, uh, it's hard to say what's horror, you know, obviously it's subjective. Obviously the scenario that they ran is horrific to imagine someone being in that, but I really, like you right. just mentioned the thriller and the suspenseful aspect was all there on top of the satire and the comedy. It was really mm. like really an enjoy. It was one of my favorite movie going experiences so far in 2020 uh next to like invisible man and you know enjoy birds of prey for what it was but i really mm. had a good time with this movie 
Oh yeah, definitely. We just saw, and we just saw Invisible Man as well too, and that was great. Mm-hmm. I actually, it, it pleasantly surprised me. I thought based on the trailers, I was like, and, and they kept pumping the trailers out. Universal oh, yeah. went insane with these trailers, so uh, I just got sick of it after a while. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, this is a good movie. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, I can't wait. To, was that a Blumhouse as well? I was gonna say think, Blumhouse. I believe is, so. They have there for a minute there because I wasn't a big fan of like Happy Death Day two, and it was a couple other movies last year. I'm just like, come on, Blumhouse. Uh, how but about was, uh? Yeah. How about how about Fantasy Island earlier this year? Oh, I you just man, I almost threw up my mouth when you said that. I totally forgot about that movie. That movie was trash. Trash, right? Like, literally trash. And Jeff Jeff Wablo, whatever his name is, he is like I, I normally don't like to call out directors and writers, but he's like on my shit list as far as like people I want to stay away from if I see their name attached to anything. Like I Jeff Wablo, yeah, that movie is just wasn't for me. So that was a movie that I actually saw, and it was so bad I didn't even review it. <laughs> that's how ba- and i didn't i because i knew i was just gonna tear it apart yeah uh, i yeah. thought uh, the only character i really well that i thought did a decent job was maybe maggie q yep, yep, but I, I, I was just like yep. but she's she's established like as far as you know every other character was just so cookie cutter and i don't i don't want to get off on a fantasy yeah. island blum yeah, yeah. tangent they got their hits they got their misses but yeah. this one they got definitely got a hit mm-hmm. i think unfortunately it's hitting during like the worst week of coronavirus and i, I gotta know. be careful saying that word because i'll get demonetized yeah, but right there, um yeah. you know we're getting hit really hard and then of course like we were talking about a couple minutes ago uh off camera is that the regal uh theaters as well as Cin- um amc and i mm-hmm. think there's another one up in canada cineplex or something like that mm-hmm. they're all doing well i just read the article that they're all you know, cutting their capacity by 50% just to make sure that everybody's kind of spaced apart, which to me doesn't make sense. If people are coughing, it's going to be airborne. Yeah. You know, enjoy, to me, enjoy it while it lasts, I guess. I don't know, but this is going to be a major blow to the studios. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. It was, uh, I don't know if you were ever a fan of uh, Collider, like movie talk back in the day when they had Schnapp and Campion and all them. I remember they had a story about, it was talked about that movie theaters and streaming services were thinking about doing this whole deal where certain movies you would be able to pay $50 for to watch opening weekend in the comfort of your own home. But Mm. obviously none of that is kind of played out so that it would have been interesting if that was something that we had available because i think this film was going to end up happening to this film in my opinion it's going to become like a cult classic in regards to people didn't get the opportunity unfortunately see it at the theater yeah once vod and blu-ray and streaming services hits there i think people are going to catch it but it is unfortunate that it's going to probably take a big hit in the box office for opening weekend and for the foreseeable future yeah yeah as well as bloodshot um uh, you know and that and that and that could have been a um uh, you know, I had I had mixed review. I didn't see your review on it yet, but uh, I did get have mixed reviews on that one. As uh, it was one of those, you you, know, you kind of have fun with the little tongue in cheek type of deal. Yeah. But um, yeah, th- and I and I totally agree with what you what you said about well, what um, Collider had, had mentioned about you know bringing those you know hits that are just about to hit theaters to yep. your home for maybe a premium price or not. Um, that might be the next level. Uh, especially with all the competitors of, you know, Disney Plus, Netflix, yep. Hulu, all these, you know, people on board, even the smaller ones, Peacock and blah, 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 all this mm-hmm. other stuff. That might be the next level. Yeah. Um, because I don't see them recouping too much money if they're, I mean, you see how many delays we're getting because of China pulling out and all these other countries. Yeah. Um, yeah. to me, the virus was a cheap way of saying, we're going to pull out because of that, but we're actually pulling out because we ain't making no money. 
Yeah, that's I mean, it's, what it comes down to. Business. I mean, and we all, me, you, and all the movie fans know that. Some people are, are taking it a little bit personal. Like, they don't care. Like, it, it's a business, guys. Like, if you were the yeah. CEO of these big corporations, you would do the same thing. Same with the sporting events, NBA, NHL. Yeah. Yes, they, uh, PR-wise, they're making it seem they care about the audience and their employers, which I, I'm sure some of them do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they have a company to run. So it's it's a smart yeah. business decision to put these things on the on the uh, on the back burner for now. Yeah. And in honor of those delays, I'm actually wearing my uh, I don't know if you can see I it. See, yeah, my quiet. quiet place, my quiet place T-shirt um, because they did get pushed back. And I'm 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 a bit salty about that one, if I'm being honest. Um, the rest of them I can kind of wait for. Yeah. Uh, you know, Fast 9 wasn't 100 percent exciting to looking I mean, to me. But <laughs> this is going to have to be a topic for another day, man. But like what's yeah. going to happen yeah. with like I wonder once this virus is, you know, uh, uh, you know, contained to a certain extent. How are they going to release these films? Like in regards to okay, we come the Quiet Place comes out in the fall, but we got Marvel, you got James Bond coming out, you got you know all these. Bi- I'm just so curious about how they're going to reposition these movies. We already saw Fast Nine got pushed back an entire year, which I thought was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why though? I guess <laughs> they their audience is international, so they know that China is really the one that's you know being really affected by this. So they probably yeah. really just won't even, won't won't even take a chance to just wait until everything is like a, a year in advance that they want to just yeah. cover themselves, but. It's just, yeah, like I said, maybe a topic for another day, but I'm just so fascinated to see how they're going to s- slowly place these films back into their, you know, their slots in regards to when they're going to come out once this thing kind of clears up. Yeah. And I hate to go off on a tangent, but it's who determines how far back these movies go? Because if Fast 9 is going back one year, do they yeah. know something that others don't? Do they, sure. do we, do we expect this to go on? A little longer than, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of podcasts about doctors saying this is just the tip of the iceberg. It could could go on for six months plus. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, these movies are not going to have the expected delay date. It's going to be delayed even further. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the poor uh, New Mutants movie. Good (laughs) God. That's gone back a few times, right? New like Mutants reminds times. me of like the when you're a kid and you're driving to a, you know, you're on vacation with your parents and you're just saying, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" Like New Mutants <laughs> exactly. just sitting there, just like, "Can can can we make? Can we show the audience what we made uh, almost sixty years ago?" I know. But, I feel so yeah. bad for that cast, but yeah. anyways, <laughs> back to the hunt. Um, no, yes, yes. Yeah, I had extreme fun with this movie. Uh, real quick, so what was your favorite kill? Because there's so much that happened. In like the first 10, 15 minutes of that movie. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you know, there wasn't enough time to develop characters. But I guess um, that aside, first off, uh, who did you enjoy, you know, seeing getting offed? Man, it happened so quickly. And I was just still like, whoa, like I did not expect, like you said, Emma Roberts going out. getting That was probably, I would say that's probably the one that caught me off guard the most. And probably, yeah. I don't want to say favorite, but that was like the most like jaw dropping moment for me. Cause I'm just like, she's the star of this movie. Obviously, I saw that Betty was the, you know, the headline, but I'm like, it's Emma yeah. Roberts. She's going to be probably one of the last girls that's going to, or the last victims of the movie. But no, she got shot right in the face. And that right. like really caught me off guard. Yeah, definitely. I got to say, and, and it's an actress that I didn't even know. Uh, mm-hmm. She was kind of a side actress. She was the one that, that fell on the spikes. <laughs> mm, and yeah, she and like fell, then she, she fell She got in, pulled she got out. Yeah. And then he exploded and she got huh, on there again. Pretty, was, I mean, honestly, she would have died wild. after getting picked up from the spikes. But I mean, yeah, that was and, pretty and, and, and I love the whole comment about, just shoot me, you snowflake. I love <laughs> that. I absolutely love that. I, we were laughing yeah. in the audience. And once again, it's California, LA alone is a huge yeah. 
liberal, like a left wing, right, and, right, right. you know, uh, democratic area. So, right. you know, snowflake is a term, you know, mainly towards this younger generation of, of mm-hmm. you know, the liberals. So mm-hmm. to hear everybody laughing at that to, you know, like, oh, OK, you know, I get it. We're sensitive, you know, type of deal. Was yeah. great to me, you know, and, yep. and like you were talking about in your review, I don't have a political real view at all whatsoever. I don't lean yep. to one side. So I think mm-hmm. it's, and I think that's good because you kind of keep that open minded, you know, ness about everything. Yep. Yep. And, and this movie, even though they did talk about a lot of different things and I try to, I try to find out where Betty's character, uh, which was, was her name Crystal, I believe? Crystal, or? yeah. Crystal, Crystal yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. Or something. Or yeah, you know, yeah. jumping towards the end of this movie when she kind of goes into uh, Hillary Swank, uh, which was, Hel- is it Helena or Helena? Uh, or Elena, yep. Elena, Elena. Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, her house on the wall, all the pictures, and then we got to see, oh, okay, Ike, you know, Baron Holtz, his yep. character was a pretty evil dude. Yep. And then you get a lot of people and they kind of start setting the placements of, okay, now I know what they're going for. But mm-hmm. Betty's character, I was trying to figure out, you know, was it true? Was she, was she, did she get mistaken for somebody else or what was going on with her, with her backstory? I guess it is. I think, uh, and and that goes that bodes well to the to the writers, but in particularly uh, Damon Lindelof, who, if you're familiar with, you know, Lost, um, mm. uh, Leftovers, Watchmen, most recently, he always likes to put those things in his scripts where it's just like open to interpretation. Like, was gotcha. she the one that wrote that online? Was she not? You know, we, we'll never know. As well as I guess we'll never know if Don was a part of the the whole ruse or if he, if you know, I think that uh, Hillary Swank kind of put them against each other. I think he wasn't yeah. part of their group, but I think that's what I love about Damon's script. He always leaves that kind of that question as far as like, right. you know, was she a part of it? And or was she the one that, uh, or was she mistaken? So I love yeah. that aspect there. Yeah, no, the writing was very clever. Once again, going back to that whole scene with Don where they were, uh, Hillary Swank was trying to kind of persuade, um, uh, Crystal's character to kind of turn on Don because she didn't, mm-hmm. they, they <laughs> end up working together, uh, towards the middle uh, of the movie and they had mm-hmm. a, they had a pretty fun interaction. I mean, he yeah. seemed like he, he might have been a guy from, uh, Texas and uh, somewhere around that area and she was yeah. from Mississippi or somewhere in the South, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So they had a good, good interaction in Banner banter going on you know kind of back and forth and that was fun to really see but then again towards that end you kind of didn't know where he where he lied you know with her i mean as far as you know that whole scene goes i chose to to believe that he was kind of on her side as well yeah and you know but but then again he kind of he he ended up raising up his gun at her so Mm -hmm. was he just defending himself or was he actually in on it i don't know (laughs) i mean not to you know Put ageism or how the way he carried himself, but I mean, I would. It was very hard to believe that he was able to survive to that extent of the movie compared to some of our other characters. So it is. It does kind of make you wonder, like, oh, he just conveniently came across the Russians and he was, oh, you know, he was captured by them. So right. it does make you think that maybe he, maybe he was a part of it. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. Now, was there any other dislikes besides what you had talked about in the non-spoiler review that maybe you can talk mm-hmm. on this review? Um, I would say, and we talked about kind of the character developments, but probably the biggest thing was, um, I would have liked to had, I mean, unfortunately, you know, those characters, Emma Roberts and Ike Barinholtz and some of the other characters, I would have liked to have seen them interact Mm. with each other more and particularly with Betty and, and kind of to come to think of Betty in particular, I was such 
a huge fan of her character. It seemed like, and, just, and, I'm, and I can't wait, wait to rewatch it, but it seems like whenever we left her uh, and whenever she wasn't on the screen, some of the energy kind of went down because I was just so fascinated with her character. Again, I mentioned in my review as in regards to kind of the accent, you know, kind of the Forrest Gumps meets Switchblade meets Charlie <laughs> Theron and Monster. Like, I just loved the, the, you know, character choices she had. And whenever we weren't on the screen with her, I felt like the kind of the momentum and, and everything kind of went down just a tad bit. So I right. wish again that we, sh- that we would have been able to see more of the crew together and, and more kind of banter between the, amongst the cast. But other than that, man, I was, I was very, very entertained. She definitely did have a switchblade tendency where yeah. the, when the screen was on her face, she had some, her, her eyes rolling around and her kind mm-hmm. of, she mm-hmm. had some, some definite expressions going on that, she tapped into a whole different character with this. She, whatever the direction was for her, she probably took it and put her own spin to it. And that's why, again, I can't wait to see her in something else and just see what other, she's a chameleon at this point. Again, we, you know, we, small role in Stuber, but like you had mentioned, a completely different character from that to this. And, you know, from a little bit, I know from Glow, even she's different from there. So I'm, I think she's just a fantastic actress and I'm a big fan of hers now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, I thought it was a pretty cool seeing uh, Ethan Suppley's character who kind of played that guy that was, uh, he was the podcaster. He had the the gun yeah. he was running running with her alongside. And I just got very reminiscent vibes of like an Alex Jones type of character. Exactly. That's very outlandish. I mean, obviously, this group kind of had some similar, well, maybe just him in general, where he kind of knew about the truth. Mm-hmm. But it seemed it seemed like each one of them knew a little bit about what about was going on with Hillary. Yeah, yeah, about Hillary Squank's character. I believe they showed a clip of him talking about the text message that was released, or maybe mm-hmm. she had. I, I had forgotten, forgotten, but um, that was the whole thing that got brought to light. Maybe somehow that got hacked online, and it was kind of under the radar a bit. But um, it got picked up, you know, picked up from Hillary's, you know, uh, bosses or whatnot when she yeah. was kind of getting chewed out about everything, but. It seemed like to me the like a purge reversal where you get kind of these characters because in another movie you might see the top elites on the right side mm. doing this to the to lower the, yeah. to the yep. other side right yep. but in this movie you see the complete flip the where it where the elites yep. um are like we're not going to be pushovers. You guys think we're pussies or you guys think we're soft. This is yep. what we're going to do. I mean, you saw they had a trainer show him how to fight show and show him how, yeah. how to shoot. So, you know, he was like, Hillary Swank's been up there for eight months and she's ready to fight. She's been training. She's been training for eight months. She's ready to fight. So I mean, we all know she's been training longer than that with uh, Clint Eastwood. And uh, oh, yeah. I was a baby. Uh, what, was the, what was the movie? The boxing movie? Uh, 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 million Kenny Dollar Baby? Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. So we know she, yeah. she had her inner, you know, she had the inner fighter yeah. inside of her the whole time. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but by, by the way, she I, I thought she looked uh, great in this movie for her age. Yeah. I don't really I don't know her. Is she late 40s? Maybe I have um, it up right now. 45. But like you said, man, 45 she looks, she looks great. And, and I, she, could, I could only imagine how she looks in person. Right. Yeah. And she uh, she looked like she could move very fluid, especially when we got mm-hmm. that last final scene. Um, you know, when the girls do fight the final mm-hmm. girl. And um, I thought it was cool because at first I thought it might have been a quick scene, maybe like 30 seconds. Someone yeah. gets stabbed oh, or no. whatnot. But we went on for a good five, seven minutes of oh, yeah. fighting. It was a <laughs> great know? action sequence, man. Like it I was. remember being uh, back in the day growing up watching uh i don't watch mtv at all anymore but like that would have no. been like the probably the winner for best fight you know they have all those cheesy awards and that would have been I like do remember the best that. fight award because that was really really good it reminded me a little bit of like kind of a quentin tarantino s type of kill bill 
the bride fighting, you know, the the mamba or fighting. Uh, I can't think of the character's name, but just, it just reminded me. Of, yeah, it reminded me of her. Oh, actually. Him. Actually, I think Black Mamba was Uma, was, and then the bride, Vivica, yeah. yeah, Vivica got pissed off. She's like, "I should have been Black yeah. Mamba." <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that scene a little bit, right? Where it's just right. intense. You see these two badass females just going at it, and it wasn't like you said a thirty-second clip. It was a, literally a five to seven-minute fight, hand-to-hand combat with some sprinkle of comedy oh, yeah. in there too. So it was just really, really entertaining. Yeah, they were breaking through windows. They were mm-hmm. fly, flying through the fireplace, and mm-hmm. they were just going at it. Oh, I, I did like this. I, I did love the scenery of this. I. I I, from what I remember, it was in a different country. Do you remember? Was it? Was it Croatia? Croatia, Croatia, I think. Croatia. Uh, yeah, I think it, they were in Croatia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could definitely see, and I hope it doesn't go this way, but I could definitely kind of get vibes of um, the Belko experiment. Do you remember that movie? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it kind of leads off to maybe more eyes are watching this and want to continue this game. It. it 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 could do that, but I mean, I wouldn't want it to do that, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially how it ended, you know, it was where she kind of just leaves on the plane and then she just takes off, or leaves on the uh, helicopter and then just sips her champagne and that's, that's expensive it. Champagne. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the, the production value again. I, I think even with this hard weekend, they they should be able to get get at least maybe nine or ten million this weekend. But the only the budget, as we all know, with Blumhouse, they make you know, really small budget movies and they triple it, you know, within a couple of weeks. So it was only $14 million true. for a budget. Okay. So, you know, maybe, you know, again, based on this first weekend box office and once the, it comes out on Blu-ray that who knows, you know, what yeah. the future holds for this, uh, for this movie. But I would be sad if it was just a one-off, I'm, I'm fine with that. Now I know you're a numbers guy. You've always been a numbers guy as far as yeah. I've known you as, you know, yeah. in the, in the internet sphere or whatever, like you predict box office openings. Now, Taking into account what's going on in the world right now, mm-hmm. where do you see this uh, opening at? So I actually, uh, on Instagram, I posted, uh, I had it falling at the number four spot with uh, almost close to 12 million. I had it like 11.9 just to be on the safe side. So I think it's going to, um, you know, it's close to 12 million opening weekend. If, again, states like that aren't too affected by the uh, the virus, you know, hearing yeah. about the controversy, want to check out this new uh, satire that I think, you know, it could make 12 million, which isn't the budget, but, you know. I think that uh, close to a million, they should be able to pull in, hopefully. Okay, it cool. It. <clears throat> very, very cool. Well, I mean, I had fun with this movie, like I said. Um, did you have any other uh, gripes or anything else we want to talk about with this? <clears throat> no, other than, yeah, man, it was really entertaining. I thought that, and I mentioned it in my review, too, in regards to it's, it's those movies that come, unfortunately, it's coming out during this time, but it, it yeah. couldn't have been a perfect time for this film to come out because, as we all know, as a society, you mentioned Hillary Swank's character, um, with the whole text exchange and how she was immediately fired and she thought it was a joke. That just reminded me of the James Gunn incident, everything that he oh, went yeah. through and how Disney just like immediately cut him off. Didn't care if it was a joke, didn't care where he was in his life. They just fired him. And that kind of plays into, you know, the movie, you know, obviously Hillary Swank says she was joking when she had mentioned that comment, but yeah. we see the result in that she was immediately cut. All her other uh, peers around her were cut and that kind of plays into uh, what we're going into now. And then obviously, as we're going through this, uh, you know, this big tragic uh, uh, virus that's spreading, everyone's reading everything online, and they're 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 believing the first thing they read. They they you know they're they're taking it out, and they're just as we know, people buying toilet paper and and all the stuff that's going around. It just kind of shows you 
again, another thing that I thought that the movie had a, a, a pulse on is just kind of where we're at as a society as far as the online trolls and the online columns and Reddit. They mentioned Reddit a couple times in the movie. So, yeah, it's, I think it's just a perfect film to come out during this, uh, you know, uh, social media zeitgeist that we're in mm-hmm. in regards to where we're at as a society. Yeah, the movie was very self-aware. It knew what it was. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely having fun. I think people will respect it for what it is, and those that can't watch it just should not watch movies at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not for them. I guess it's just not for that for that yeah. audience. But I think people are going to have fun with this. Um, I hope it does get a. F- I mean, I see as we see as movies. Well, at least I'm noticing this. If a movie does not do financially too well, they'll try to push it out as fast as they can on digital. Or, I yep. mean, uh, dude, I think they already pushed out Sonic for some reason on digital really quick. Like, they already have a digital copy out there for some reason. And I was like, wow. this is still in theaters. What's happening? And it's not a screener copy or anything. So And Sonic the, did pretty well at the box it, office, it, too. Like, really well, it, actually. Yeah, it did. And that was, that was surprising because that was a movie that I was like... It looks cool, but it doesn't look for me. It doesn't look like mm-hmm. my age demographic. But yeah, I mean, we see it's going to have sequels and all yeah. that stuff, and yeah. it, it, it's doing well. But yeah, I mean, the 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 world's going to change as far as movies go from I think yeah. here on out. Yeah. And what more ironic day for every a lot of movies to get delayed <laughs> than March thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth? Yeah. If you guys are watching this <laughs> on Friday the thirteenth, yeah. a lot of stuff has been happening this whole week. We know it. And um, before I let you go, man, I, I want to just tell everybody to check out your channel. Uh, you do a lot of TV reviews, especially as of lately. You've done a lot of TV streaming, um, Apple TV, uh, Hulu. You've done a lot of things, and I, dude, I respect your grind so much. I remember last time I talked, I was like, pump out that content, and you proved me right like i knew you were gonna you were definitely gonna pump out as much as you can doing episode yeah. by episode you do um is it spoilers or non-spoilers for the tv stuff uh it, it depends on the on the on the show like today i did a, uh apple tv plus has their new re reimagining of the um the amazing story. So I don't spoil those because again, I know a lot of people aren't really watching Apple TV plus content. So I just try to keep it very vague in my reviews, but yeah. uh, like the show I watched on HBO on the outsider, that was like deep dive conversations, breaking down all the stuff that went down, did that with the Watchmen as well. So it just really depends on the show. And, and of course, if the audience is there and they want to discuss it after the fact that we see these episodes and that's when I dive deeper into the, uh, you know, the show at hand. So that's awesome, man. You guys are getting a community of people talking that are watching these shows with you. I saw recently yeah. you just did a uh, like a watch with me or uh, yeah, man, my first like ever YouTube live, man. Yeah, I did my first live. It was about two hours. I did a, a watch along, so I uh, I saw the finale on Sunday, and then like Wednesday, I gave enough people enough time to see the finale and, and just watch it together. And I had about two hundred people in the chat when we were watching, and it was just oh, that's such awesome. a fun. Yeah, such such a fun time interacting with people and, and making theories and just comment, you know, interacting with them. It was it was really fun, and I, and I plan on doing more of those in the future. But uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun community out there, and I couldn't be more uh, humble and, and, and appreciative of everyone. That's that's awesome, man. You you've come a long way. That's all I got to say. I mean, I think last time I was talking to you, you had, I think it was a less than a thousand followers, mm-hmm. right? So on, yeah, on, well, was, subscribers uh, subscribers on uh, YouTube, and yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now you're you're creeping up on twenty five hundred. Is that what it is? Yeah, man, we're getting there. We're, we're knocking on the door, man. Again. And this has been an awesome, awesome experience just to meet new people, but at the same time, knowing that people are supporting my content, it, it means a lot. Because yeah. as we all know, as creators, there's a lot of us out there, right? And there's mm-hmm. so much stuff to get uh, our attention. And it's just cool to know that people tune in to hear what your opinion is for movies and shows. So it's really yeah. cool. And as as we both know, I mean, we both follow people that are 
always posting up the reviews and text or whatnot. I, I just tell people, if you have a camera, you got a voice, just let it out. Do not yep. be afraid of the camera. Just do yep. it and you will surprise yourself. And I think just experimenting with things, believing in yourself and uh, building that audience, that's, that's what it's going to take. That's you know, just, and, uh, and, yeah. and we all share a love for movies and TV and, and just media and entertainment. And and yeah, it, it, we're having fun with this, man. I, yes, I see you. I see you to the moon, man. You're, you're, you're headed. It, man. Same you're, for you, man. Same there. for you. I always love watching your content and the energy you bring and the insight. So same, same to you, my friend. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I'm going to leave all of Elliot's information down below, guys. His Twitter, his Instagram, the YouTube. Uh, are you are you on Stardust still? Yeah, Stardust. I actually, yeah. Ooh, I, you're I still, holding I strong on that Stardust. Little, yeah, huh? I try to, wherever there's an outlet to hear, you know, to, to talk about things, I always try to be on there. So Stardust, Ladder, Ladderbox, I believe is, is the app. Uh, oh, of course, wow. Facebook. So, yeah, man, wherever there's uh, movies to be discussed, I'll, I'm, I'm on that platform. There you go, man. Well, what's next for you as far as uh, let's say what's the next for you as movie for, movie goes? Uh, so I just watched a movie. So I mean, right now the way it's looking, it looks like it's going to be a lot of streaming. Uh, so I just watched a Netflix film, Lost Same Girls. Here. It was a uh, a drama mystery based on true events that I just reviewed. Actually, uh, we'll be dropping that uh, on Saturday. So there's that. But as far as movies go, again, with everything dropping, you know, next week was supposed to be as we talked about earlier, A Quiet Place Two. That's off the docket now. So yeah. I don't know. I guess it's whatever's on on Netflix or Hulu. I think Pete yeah. Davidson has a Hulu movie coming out next week that I might check out. Oh, that's uh, right. Apple, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Apple TV has their uh, the Banker movie with Sam Jackson and uh, mm. uh, Anthony Mackie. So that's probably streaming. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. doing for the next couple of weeks. Be streaming. Whatever drops on these streaming services. Now, do you ever see yourself? I know you do a lot of reviews and reactions. Oh, he does trailer reactions, by the way. Um, and you hit them. You hit them right when they drop too. I, I say, "Damn you, Elliot! I can't even watch this." <laughs> you I review try. it I've so been, quick. I've been, pushing, I've been holding back a little bit just because I've actually kind of missed. Like I didn't do the black the Black Widow uh, trailer recently. Or oh, the newer Soul. one, yeah. Uh, I missed that. So, uh, but normally, yeah, normally I'll try to catch them as, as soon as possible. But yeah. <clears throat> okay. Do you ever consider talking movie news, like doing like a weekly movie news type of deal? That was something in the works, man. Uh, I wanted to test out my first live, which I did last week, and see how mm. that audience was, and if people were, you know, willing to stay on, and and they and they were, and I and I, as you know, on Instagram, I try to talk about movie news. I talk about, you know, the latest poster or whatever's going on, or my Insta stories. Like, what do you guys think about this? But yeah. I'm thinking about doing something like that. I just I just want to. I don't want to be because a lot of uh, YouTubers that are out there that do that, you know, they kind of format it like a movie talk type of discussion, you know, right. back on Spider Movie Talk, where it's just talking about the topic, this, any other. So I want to um, – something in the works. Definitely something I'm thinking about doing okay. eventually. Yeah, I yeah. can definitely see you doing that. I mean, I know it's a lot of content, especially since you're watching so many shows. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you do it still. I still don't know how you do it. <laughs> but there's, I'm like, there's not enough hours in the day, and this guy's dropping movies, like uh, videos every couple of days at least, at least. And uh, But, yeah, I can definitely see you uh, – trying to fit that into a schedule if you can because yeah. i think you're i think you're great at, at, at talking this and and getting very descriptive and and holding a lot of knowledge retaining a lot of knowledge and you always get it like in one take i envy you for that <laughs> i mean you see how many jump cuts i got i can't even speak when it's like scripted like that almost man one of these <laughs> days if i have the courage enough i, I might do a, a bloopers reel because those <laughs> I, I do do like a one take so like when i find the rhythm i just go with that video but it yeah. takes like five or six takes to kind of get the rhythm out and mess it stumbling over words and 
messing up people's names or just whatever, you know, but I always yeah, try to, whenever I find a rhythm, I always try to do, uh, I'm a big, you know, rap fan. So I always try to do like Jay-Z or Lil Wayne and just, you know, <laughs> try to do it off top and no, you know, try not to write things down so I can kind of stay focused on my thoughts in my head. So, but yeah. Right. <laughs> I definitely hear that. I forget a name's constantly and i kick myself in the ass but yeah all right so i think we'll leave it at that man if you're cool when uh and yeah we'll just wait till the next one i don't know what it's gonna be but i would love to have you on i know i say that like every six months but i would love to have you on sooner <laughs> than later yeah. how about that we'll leave it at that yes sir <laughs> okay yes. man yeah. all right guys and if you guys did appreciate our talk spoiler review talk on the hunt it is out as of now, March 13, 2020, let us know in the comments below. Have you guys checked it out? Are you going to face that virus and hit it straight head on? Hit your theaters. Let me know in the comments below. And if you guys did appreciate our review, hit that thumbs up. Make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe and bell notification. And I'm going to leave Elliot Movie Files, all his information down below, guys. All right. Till next time, we're gone.